praise the Lord. Let's give God praise in this place. And if you're watching by Facebook Live, give him a glorious praise. Come on, if you know he's worthy, you ought to give him glory. If you know he's awesome, you ought to say something about it. If you know he's the one that saved your soul, you ought to shout hallelujah, Jesus. Come on, hallelujah, Jesus. Come on, God, we give you the glory. Come on, all over this room. God, we give you the glory. We give your name the glory. Wonderful Jesus. Wonderful Jesus. Hallelujah. The song says you are my strength. And if you know he's your strength, like no other, you are to shout and give God the glory in the Thrive Zone Church. Hallelujah, Jesus. You are my strength, strength like no other, strength like no other. Come on, put your hands together. Strength like no other. Reach it, reach it to me. Come on, declare it. You are, you are my strength. Come on, strength 
lift those hands. You are my peace. You are my peace. Come on, lift up my peace like peace like no
let's just keep worshiping. Let's just keep worshiping. Nobody great. Nobody great. Nobody greater than you. Let's identify that you. Hallelujah. Nobody greater than you, Father. Nobody, Nobody greater. greater than you, Abba. Nobody greater. Nobody greater than you. Can we can we put can we switch that up just a little bit, Minister Daryl? Can we say nothing instead of nobody? Hallelujah. Can we say nothing? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Nothing greater than you. What's your nothing this morning, huh? Uh, we want to let that something know that it can't compare to our Father. Hallelujah. It's not greater than Him. There's nothing greater. There's no power. Nothing greater than you. There's no opposer. There's no attacker. There's no situation. There's no circumstance that's greater than Him. nothing greater. Somebody needs to be encouraged this morning. There's nothing greater. Nothing greater. Hallelujah. There's nothing greater than you. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yes, yes, yes. There's nothing greater. Your emotions, give them to him this morning. There's nothing greater. That hurt, that pain, that fear. There's nothing greater than you. Is it okay if we just worship for a few minutes longer? Hallelujah. Nothing greater. There's nothing greater, Lord. There's nothing greater than you. Father, we love you. We love you. We love you. We exalt you. We praise you, Father. We we magnify you in this house, Father. Lord, you're so awesome. You're so awesome. You're so awesome. There's nothing greater than you. You know, this week has been a very busy week for me. And I'm sure it has for many of you. And so this morning I was trying to complete a task. And I found myself about to complain about all the things that I'm trying, I was trying to accomplish in that moment. But before that thought could get out, until I could release it. The Holy Spirit checked me and said, but you're still here to do them. Woo! Come on now. Somebody wish that they could have been complaining about having to do some things. But instead they're laying up in the hospital room being taken care of by people who don't even want to be there. Huh? And so the Holy Spirit said, but you're still here to do those things. You didn't have to call anybody to ask them to do it for you because you were not able to do it for yourself. Be grateful that you're still here. It's Mother's Day and we're celebrating mothers today. Happy Mother's Day. But some of us are celebrating Mother's Day with our mothers And there's some who are grieving the loss of their mother. We want to let you know that we're praying for you. We're standing with you that God will continue to comfort you and that he will continue to strengthen you. But even in that, God wants you to know that 
even that is not greater than him. He wants to comfort you. I have a word from the Lord on today. We're continuing in our series. Anointed to endure. See, somebody needs to know that. Somebody needs to know that where you are, there's more to your story. I'm going to say that again. There's more to your story. But do you believe it? Because sometimes our circumstances will make it look like it's over. Mm. Sometimes our circumstances will try to convince us that it's over. But I hear my daddy saying today to let somebody know that there's more to your story. Hmm. Don't, 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 don't throw in the towel yet. Huh? Don't, don't give up yet. Just hold on for just a little. Give God some more time. Ooh, my God. I hear, I, I hear you, Father. He said, give him some more time. So a lot of times we want to do things in our own strength. And when it's not going the way that we want it to go, we want to give up. But I'm here today to declare that you are anointed to outlast your troubles. For that mother that's praying for your child that, that, that is a shade and that you know you put the word in them and they're doing everything opposite of what the prophet said that they would do. When my son, my daughter was three, five, seven, eighteen years old, there was a word that was declared over their life. But the Lord wants me to let you know, mother, that your story is not over. God said, you may have put your pen and paper down, but he still has his. You, 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 you may have closed your book. You may have closed it. You may have said that, that it was over, but, but there's a word that has been declared. There is a word that has been released. And the thing about it is we got to be able to come into that agreement with that word and knowing that we are anointed to endure. We are anointed to outlast. You are anointed on this Mother's Day Sunday. I came to encourage the mother specifically to let you know that you are anointed to endure. Whatever it is that is opposing you on today, God wants you to know that him on the inside of you is greater than that which is opposing you. There be more for you than against you. The help that is there for you, you can't see with your natural eye. See, that's the problem. A lot of times we're moved by what we see with our physical natural eyes. But if we give God a chance, Hmm? If we give God an opportunity, I promise you he's going to show up. So what is it that you do? And I have a scripture. I'm going to go to it in just a few minutes, but I'm just repeating what I hear my father saying. 
Don't you dare give up right now in this moment. See, some of us are in the same place that we found ourselves before. Where I come from, that means we didn't pass the test, so we had to repeat the class. Sometimes it's the the same course, but a different instructor. Come on, Father. It's It's the same course, but a different instructor. So at the end of the day, God wants to put on the inside of us what it is that we need in order to become who he called us to be and to do what it is that he called us to do. So what do you do during this time that you want to give up? You submit to the process. The longer we resist the process, the longer we got to stay in that classroom with that instructor that you know don't like you. Huh? That had, that has been on that you're not gonna pass. But when you know that the Lord has declared over your life that you're going to complete this thing that has, that you have started because you didn't do it on your own. You received the word from the Father. And that word that you received from the Father anointed you to outlast. See, it's not us. See, the thing about it is when we get an understanding and a revelation that no, we cannot do it. I remember there was a time when I was in a tough battle and I was going through and it's like everything had shut down. And the Lord said, now sit down with a pen and a piece of paper and write down every way that you think that I'm going to come. And I sat there and I sat there and I go back a day later and I, and then he said, now tear it up. Because my thoughts are not your thoughts. And my ways are not your ways. The only thing that you need to do is know that I'm going to show up. Huh? You don't, you don't have to know when. You don't have to know how. All you got to do is know that I'm going to show up. I may not show up the way that you thought I was going to show up. I may not fix your situation the way you thought I was going to fix your situation. I may not do it the way that you think that, but I'm using this as an opportunity to show you that you're not me. Glory. I'm using this as an opportunity to show you that you're not me. Because if you can do what I can do, then why do you need me? Why am I God and you're my child? Why am I the father and you're my child? If you can do what it is that I do, then why do you need me? So for the ones who's got this big question mark in your atmosphere, on your refrigerator, on your vision board with the big question mark of why, because God wants to show you that you're not him. It's time for us to stop being our own God and surrender our will to the one who's the author. Now, now the author means he started it. God here, God said, I'm the finisher. Whatever I started, whatever I started in you, I know there's been a delay. I know there's been opposition. I know there's been hindrances. But I am the author and the finisher. So whatever I started, 
I'm going to finish. Whatever I started, I'm going to complete. Whatever I started, I'm going to see it through. I may not do it when you think that I should do it, but I'm going to do it according to when I said to myself, I would do it. Hmm? Yeah, when I said, God said, even before I declared that thing, I purposed in my heart when I wanted to see it. Ooh, God. He said, I purpose in my heart when I wanted to see it. You can't fast. You, you can't, you can't sing. You, you can't sow enough seed to alter God's timeline. So the best thing for you to do is worship while you wait. Huh? That's why some of us, we can't even get into worship because our minds are so preoccupied with what God hasn't done. But if we shift our mind and realize that it's only because of Him that we was able to get up this morning, get dressed, comb our hair, do all the things, get in our car, make it to your destination safely, especially on the highways in Atlanta, Georgia, to get to the place. I'm just here to remind somebody. My assignment on today is to help you remember that you are anointed to endure. How dare you go through everything that you've been through and be on the verge of the greatest manifestation of your life and surrender. To the enemy who's sitting back waiting for you to drop the ball. Hmm? Waiting on you to get frustrated to the point that you throw your hands up and say, I can't do this anymore. See, that's, you can't, but God, you can. See, that's what he had to remind me of this morning. See, you're trying to do it in your own strength. But I told you a couple of weeks that I would give you the uh, go, I would give you the blueprints and the strategies. Have you asked me? Or did you just do what you sometimes do and just go and start trying to cause you can make it happen? But did you seek me from, for the strategy for this day? I mean, I know given every day we, but did you, I know what we did yesterday, but today is a new day. Did you come to me this day and bring your frustrations to me? Or did you get up and go with your checklist and all the things that you wanted to accomplish? See, I already knew that the enemy had an assignment to get you frustrated because of your assignment. But if you had come to me and seeked me like I told you to, hey, sometimes I miss it. I, I don't get it right every single day. Sometimes I wake up and now I forget to pray. I pray later on because I'm rushing and my phone's going off and it's telling me you need to do this place and this person is waiting on Zoom for a coaching session. And so I'm going on about my day and around about lunchtime I realize Oh, God, that I missed the most important part of the day. So then I got to go back and I got to go back and I got to make it right. Well, yeah, this is Sunday morning, but I did it on Sunday morning because there were some things that I was supposed to do on yesterday that rolled over into the day. And so I had to say, I got this amount of time, I got this amount of time, and the Holy Spirit had to remind me, wait a minute. That's your strategy. That's not God's strategy. But if you stop and surrender, I'm going to show you how to get everything done so you can be at peace. 
See, the enemy's plot and plan is to get us frustrated. Because when he can get us frustrated, he can get us distracted. And if he can get us distracted, he can make us miss what it is that God wants us to see. Is he helping anybody? So I want to give... I want to give a scripture to, for us to reference what it is that the Lord is saying on today. It's the same scripture from last week, Hebrews 10 and 36. For you have need of endurance. It's like I said on last week, there is a need for endurance. There is a need to know that you can remain in existence even through something that is very painful or difficult. So that when you have done the will of God, you may receive what was promised. Galatians 6 and 9. Let's not become discouraged in doing good, for in due season you will reap if you do not become weary. You are anointed to endure. And there is a need for you to endure because a lot of times we want to go get the promise. Father, you promised, but you said, but you declared, but your prophet said, but your servant said. But Lord, when I was in prayer, you said, but God said, go back to the beginning of the verse. For you have need of endurance so that when you have done the will of God. So first of all, what we're doing isn't the will of the Father. See, because we can't get his promises outside of his will. I know, I know, I know, I know, I know they tell you to put a seed on it. I know, I know, I know, so, so, and God going to do But is it the will of the Father? Are you in, ooh, could it be that it's so painful because you're enduring something that God didn't even say? Ooh. How could it, could it be that it's so, could it be that it's turning out the way that it is because it's not? Could it be that you're frustrated about something that God didn't even say? Did God say do it? Because there's something about the God that I serve. I, I know I, I believe we all serve the same God. I, it's something about him that, that whatever he orders, he pays for. What, whatever he plans, he sees it through. What, whatever, if there's a gathering that he, oh my God, there's a gathering that he ordained and orchestrated, he's going to show up. The thing is, is that we need to make sure that we are do enduring the will of God so we can receive what he promised. We're not here to prove anything to anybody. Who, 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 I mean, who you, what, what, like why? I'm trying to find words to articulate it. Who are they? I mean, who are they that they're worth you going through so much to prove a point to them that you can, that you have? Huh? Why? Who are they? Why? When did they? 
become God? I mean, when did they become the author and the finisher of your faith? When did they become the ones that's kept? Who, who, first of all, who are they? I, 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 I could talk about myself in my T.A. Pride. I don't have to talk about anybody else. Let me, let me talk about myself. My day used to be people. The opinion of people. So a lot of things I did, it was for the people. It wasn't for God. It, it was because uh, what people said I would never do and what people said I would never have. So my time was spent trying to convince people that they were wrong about me. Because at that time I hadn't gotten the revelation that if I just connect with the Father and do what it is that He tells me to do, He'll take care of the people if they're even worth being taken care of. Because some of this stuff we worried about is absolutely nothing to God. Huh? So who are they? I hear, feel in this moment, God wants to deliver somebody from people. God wants to deliver somebody from public opinion. When you get the understanding that if somebody don't want to see you win, even when you win, they're going to swear you're losing. Well... In a normal situation, they win on Thursday. Well, she won on Wednesday, so it's not really a win because it wasn't on Thursday. They're going to always find a way to discount your victory. Don't give them the power to be able to do that. Do what it is that God has said. Endure your process. Do the will of the Father, and there is a promise that is attached. And though you may go through some opposition, if you don't give up, if you don't give in. You know what I found out in my Tegelanesia? I found out the enemy couldn't stop me. Huh? One day I realized that in God I am absolutely unstoppable. In Him. But then I got an understanding that I can stop myself. And then I realized that the enemy already knew this. Duh. That's the reason why he would always fight me in my mind. Or through other people. Some of us right now in this place have shut down a whole vision because of a comment on Facebook. I'm not going to go there. One comment on Facebook and it was over for you. Packed up. Delete. I'm moving on. This is not God. See, the enemy knew that that was your weakness. That's why he sent that person, that spirit, not that person, that spirit operating through that person to put, he said, because all I need to do is say something negative. Hmm? And they're going to take flight in the opposite direction of everything that God has said. I'm here to let you know don't do that. 
You are anointed to endure. Whatever God has called you to, there will be opposition. Millennials and young people, if you could get this revelation on this morning, it will cause you not to lose years of your life. I lost years of my life because I did not have this understanding. So predators came and they preyed on me until I realized that only God can take me. To where he called me to be. Now God will use people. But we can't make those people God. God said I'm still God. Even when I use people I'm still God. Don't forget who I am. So I just stopped by for a few minutes. Today to let you know. That you are anointed. To endure. And to encourage you. According to Galatians 6 and 9. You can feel discouraged. You can even have a moment of discouragement, but you don't have to become discouraged. Because when you become discouraged, you see every situation through the lens of discouragement. That when even when things are going right, Because of your perception and your mindset and because you have become discouraged, you cannot even see when things are going right. I'm not saying this and that's not going to have moments when you... I had a discouraging moment this morning, but I did not become discouraged. Because if I had become discouraged, I wouldn't be right now. I would have had to call Pastor Cynthia and said, look, I'm having a moment. I'm not sure how long it's going to last. She knows she got to always have a word. A backup. But not because I became discouraged. But because God shifted his program. Please do not become discouraged in doing good. Now let me help y'all with that for a moment. I want to paint a picture in doing good. Doing good does not always feel good. Can, can, Can I help you to get out of your feelings for a moment? Because doing good does not always feel good. It said, it didn't say don't become discouraged in feeling good. It said in doing good. So doing good doesn't always feel good to our flesh. Doing the right thing does does not always feel good. But don't become discouraged in doing good, which means that you do good in spite of how you feel. In spite of what you see. Don't become discouraged in doing good. That which God has told you to do. Don't don't become discouraged in that. Why? Because it's working on something you cannot see. God is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. Those who trust him. Those who delight in him. The enemy wants to steal your prize. Woo! I'm 
Aren't you sick of him stealing stuff from you and getting stuck in the same cycle over and over again? Aren't you ready to have what God said? Aren't you ready to possess whatever God declared? What I'm going to help you. Don't become weary in doing the good. Keep doing. Keep sowing. Keep giving. Keep praying. Keep fasting. Keep loving your enemies. Even those that you know are using you. Keep doing what is right. Keep doing Bible. Keep doing kingdom. Why? Because in due time, you will reap. That's the part. Oh, God, I hear you, Father. That's the part. That you're going to reap if you would not come weary. If you don't fall for the trick of the enemy to become discouraged. You're going to reap in due time. That's in God's time and not our time. According to his timetable, not our timetable. Taking it back to the beginning. Well, whenever the Lord releases this type of word in the house, it must be reaping time. And and, and, and somebody uh, is about, somebody's harvest is on the way. And God just wants to make sure you don't miss it this time. I just heard God say the cycle breaker is in the room. Every relationship, it ends. But I hear God saying today, 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 we're going to break that. And you're going to reap. Because this time you're not going to become discouraged because they're not responding in return of your text messages. I'm going to stay out of that. Hmm. This time you're not going to become uh, this coming Valentine's because you don't have a date. You're not going to get weary in waiting because you understand your value. You're not going to get weary in that business that God promised when you're doing what it is that God told you to do. Just because that bank said no, does not believe there's not a bank that's going to say yes. You just got to wait because you understand. And I hear God saying that somebody's, somebody's situation is turned around right now concerning your business endeavor. Right now, if that you know that you have been being opposed in contracts and proposals, I want you to receive this word of the Lord right now in this house because the enemy has come to try to get you to become discouraged. Because he knows that if you become weary, you're going to miss God. Now, I'm not going to sit up in here and give you false hope and think you think you don't miss God. Yes, you will. 
Yes, you will. Your opportunity, your manifestation will show up. But the outside of your door says discouragement lives here. So they got to keep moving and find somebody else that has learned how to endure. Like a good soldier. That even when it doesn't work out, when I thought that it would work out, I still trust your father. See, that's, the, that's what I'm talking about. That's being anointed to endure. That even if they tell me no, oh God, huh? That even when they try to sabotage you and destroy your name, God will take the sabotage and turn it around. God, I, I hear you, Father. God will. Oh, God. God said, you will not. You, who? God, somebody in this place, somebody in this place, somebody in this place has been dealing with a spirit of sabotage. But right now, in the name of Jesus, I come against that thing. Hey, God, we capture the assignment of sabotage. In the name of Jesus, we send fire to you. We recognize you. We see you. And we come against you. Not in our name. Not in our strength. But in the name of the one who sent us. The name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. It will not work this time. Your past will no longer be used as a weapon against your future. Hey, God, in this place. No longer used against you. I hear the Father saying, I forgive you. Now forgive yourself. God. See, when you forgive yourself, you shut the door. You shut the door. You shut the door. I hear God saying, somebody needs to shut the door. You need to shut the door. You need to shut the door. You need to shut the door. And how do you shut the door to the gate of your heart? You forgive your offender. Let them go. Let them go. They're not worth it. They're not worth it. I hear you, Father. They're not worth it. Let them go. Turn them loose. God said, he said, you put me in a difficult place. Ha, God. M.I.T. Glamis and Ashley, can y'all, can I use that for an illustration? Can y'all stand here? I know y'all don't know each other. But can y'all lock arms? And the Lord said, you kind of put me in a dilemma. And I say, Lord, what is it? He said, because you won't surrender. He said, I want to bless you, Ashley. But I can't bless you because you're still holding on to something I don't want to bless. Can I go here? 
said, then you put me in another dilemma because I want to do some things, but, but, but it's only for you, but I can't do it because you're still holding on to somebody that I don't want to feel my wrath. So when I say let it go, let it go today. Because he said, when you separate, then I can deal with you. See, because God said, and I don't even know, but the two, can I minister to you? The the, the cameras are going to be just on me, faced away from you. Hallelujah. You can put the graphic up to where they can still hear me. It's fine. Because what I'm about to say, I don't want to release. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. The Lord said this word was for you. Because there's held up blessings. That's got your name on it. But see, what the enemy has done is he always wants to keep you connected to something God don't want to bless. But today I hear God saying he's going to give you the strength to disconnect, to say no. See, that's the power of God coming on you right now. Because God said that it's your harvest time. But God said, what I want to do for you, he said, there's some people that I don't want to partake of this blessing. Because God said in the past, they have taken from you. They sat and they watched you receive. And they came up with a plan on how they was going to take your blessing and use it for themselves. But today, I declare in the name of Jesus that that spirit... That's it. Let yourself go. Forgive yourself. There it is. Forgive yourself for everything that you did wrong. Forgive yourself. God said, let yourself go. He said, whatever, just repent. Because guess what? Everybody in this room has missed it. Some of us are still missing it. But God is still God. God said, I didn't change because of your miss. But he said, I'm a God that never misses. Hmm. He said, I don't miss. But lift your hands because I'm going to lay hands on you today. And I'm declaring that the blessings of the Lord will overtake you on today. That you will come back to God in the way that you know that you should be connected to Him. That the anointing on your life will be stirred up. That your desire for God will increase. Because God come in and tell you that you don't have to change your uniqueness to serve Him. See, that's been the problem. God said, I'm going to use all of this. God said, your uniqueness, I'm going to use all of that. Is this Ashley? Because I'm like, okay, is it? Because I'm just calling her by your name and I'm just, I'm like, Lord, okay. That was for me. That wasn't him. I was checking myself. Hallelujah. See, I had to deal with that because of my thoughts. 
But God had to remind me in that moment that he's God and he's speaking. So that means God is about to move for you in a supernatural way. Close your eyes. Father, in the name of Jesus, do it for her now. Do it for her now. sabotage. You spirit of self-sabotage. I command you to go now. In the name of Jesus.
Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Right here, woman of God. For every delay. For every delay. Hallelujah. I command a release. For every time the enemy has shown up and delayed God's promise, I command a release in the name of Jesus. And anything that was sabotaged, the releases with an S. I send fire to it now in the name of Jesus. And Father, I declare that your will for this woman of God's life will manifest in the name of Jesus. I declare that she will not be hindered, that she will no longer be defeated by the enemy and the thoughts. I see a battle in your thoughts. I arrest those thoughts now in the name of Jesus. And I call stability to your thoughts now in the name of Jesus. And I prophesy peace. In the name of Jesus, there it is. Release it, oh God. The peace of God that surpasses all understanding is your portion. Receive it now. In the name of Jesus, oh. the peace of God, the peace of where you don't that you don't have to try to figure it out. The peace of God that no one, that no matter what, God still said what He said. The peace of God that surpasses all understanding. Even the people that are around you, that are trying to watch you, that are trying to figure it out. God said, He's giving you peace to not be moved by that. Hallelujah. That's it. God told me to tell you, He's going to do what He promised. He's going to do what he promised you. That's it. See, see, the enemy tried to convince you that if, and I, it's one particular thing that, that you've been believing God for, and there's been so much warfare and opposition around. But God said, if you praise me in this moment, I'll do it. He said, I'll do it. See, that's why sometimes the enemy tries to keep us from praising God because he knows our release is in our praise. That's why he tried to get us weighed down because he knows that if we can just move our feet, if we can just lift our hands up, if we can just open our mouth, it'll cause something to shift in our atmosphere. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah. We thank you for what you're doing. We thank you for what you're doing. Oh, Lord, oh, Lord. Let go of what needs to be let go so you can receive what it is that God has promised. Hallelujah. God said it's harvest time. And you can't gather your harvest if you're holding things that I have told you to release. You cannot gather your harvest when your hands are full, holding on to yesterday. Got to let go of yesterday so I can give you. Hallelujah. Minister Daryl, the enemy trying to convince somebody that, that it's going to turn out the same way. Somebody need to tell the devil he's a liar. Yeah. 
It's not going to end the same way. Am I true, Rosanna? It's not going to end the same way. I know it looks the same. But there's a different ending. Ooh, God. There is a different ending. Hallelujah. Can you sing that just a little bit? That's a word for somebody. As I close. Hey, God. Come on, come on. God is exalted. Okay, you can put me back on, Pat. Thank you. Thank you. Never be defeated. The devil is a liar. Patrick, you can go back to the video. Thank you. Hallelujah, Jesus.
Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Well, bless God. We want you all to know as we come to an end of today's worship gathering that you are anointed to endure. Amen. For those who are watching us online and those who are gathered here in the Thrive Zone, you know God is speaking even in this moment. If you don't know him as your Lord and Savior, this is a great time. This is a great opportunity. If you've known him and you know that you need to reconnect, this is a great opportunity. If you're in the house, just raise your hand and we'll have praise God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. Praise God. Praise God. Anyone else in the house? We're going to pray with you after worship. Anyone else? Hallelujah. Those online, if you don't know him, have your Savior. Today is a great opportunity. It's simple, just... My heart is full in this moment. For so many reasons. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. That's it. I got to take this moment to tell God how good he is. See, when you start seeing what God said, you got to take a minute and say, Father, thank you. Don't overlook. That's it. We just want to be the place, one of the places that teaches how to find God when you're not in church. That that helps you to dig a foundation that you can stand when the on when the keys stop playing. When the microphones are turned off and the doors of the church are locked, we just want to be one of those houses. So if that's you today online, and my Rosetta, can you come to this mic and just pray and lead? them to Christ on camera yes just come up here if you're in the camp on the campus we like to pray with you after service but if you're online MIT Rosetta is going to pray with you in this moment
blessings, blessings. If you could, hallelujah, God. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah, God. Thank you, Jesus. This is a great moment. Hallelujah, God. God is moving right now in the hearts of his children. Thank you, Abba. Hallelujah, God. Hallelujah, God. So if you want to know God for yourself, hallelujah, God. Hallelujah, God. Repeat after me. Say, dear God. Hallelujah, God. I lay my life down. I know that Jesus died for my sins. And he rose on the third day. Hallelujah, God, with all resurrection power. And he lives on the inside of me. I confess with my mouth. And I believe in my heart that Jesus is the Son of the living God. Hallelujah, Jesus. If you said that prayer, it's done. Get it off my shit. And Jesus said on the cross, it is finished. Hallelujah, God. You are now a child of the Most High God. Hallelujah, God. You are a joint heir with Christ. Hallelujah, God. Hallelujah, Hallelujah, God. Hallelujah, we rejoice. Hallelujah, power. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, God. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah, Jesus. And last but not least, if you're seeking a place, a church home, where we're structured as a church, but we're really family. We're really family that do church. We're kingdom. But if you're seeking a place to connect, grow, and thrive, we would love to have you to be a part of the Thrive Zone. So if that's you today online, you can go to the uh, to our website at thrivezone.life and go to the link up in the top right-hand corner, eCampus, and become a card of our eFamily. If you're in this building and God is leading you to be part of the Thrive Zone family, you can raise your hand and we will receive you. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, God. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. Mmm. I know, baby. Chanel Nicole. I love her. She just be praising the Lord. She's a moaner. Got to look out for her. She's going to be one of those ones that she, they just going to get her the microphone and just say, moan, baby. Did y'all grow up in that type of church? There were just some that they, there was a certain way that they moaned. They didn't have to say anything, but it's the way they moan. She's a moaner. She's a groaner. Hallelujah. So we thank God for every time she opened her little mouth and really blesses us. 
Hallelujah. We don't take it lightly. We recognize that gift even in infancy. So we want to thank you all. You may be seated. Thank you all for worshiping with us today. We want to give you an opportunity to sow. We want to give you an opportunity to sow. And so our finance team leader is going to come via video with instructions on how you can sow. And then after that, Pastor Cynthia, who is our campus pastor, is going to come with our closing remarks um, and, and close us out for today. But we're now going to have our time of generosity. God bless you all. Greetings and blessings to each of you. What a mighty, mighty God we serve. My name is Angela White, and I am the Thrive Zone Finance Team Leader. It is now our time of generosity. If God has placed it on your heart to bless the Thrive Zone with your tithe or offering, you may do so by any of the means that you see right now. Malachi 3 and 10 says, Bring the whole tithe into the storehouse, that there may be food in my house. Test me in this, says the Lord Almighty of heaven into the storehouse. Malachi 3 and 10, If God has placed it on your heart to bless the Thrive Zone with your tithe or offering, you may do so by any of the means that you see right now. Malachi 3 and 10 says, Bring the see if I will not offering, you may do so by you can certainly give that way. And Pastor Cynthia has our offering bucket there. Also, if you would like to sow a love offering to Pastor Denise, her cash app is dollar sign Denise Thrive Williams.
each and every one of you being with us today. We pray that something was said that inspired you. So now we're going to take this time to just dismiss from the service. And we thank God for watching over you. And all through the week, remember that what was spoken from the mouth of the oracle of God, that you are anointed to endure. Father, Lord God, we thank you. We thank you for your love, your grace, and your mercy. Father, we thank you, Lord God, for your spirit, Lord God, that spoke with power and might, Lord God. We thank you that we received it, Lord God, and it still resonates in our heart. Father, Lord God, we thank you as we need leave this place, but not your presence, Lord God. That your spirit continues to lead us and guide us and lift us, empower us, Lord God, to do the works that you have already ordained for us to do. We give you glory, we give you honor, and we give you praise for all things. Be blessed in Jesus' name. Thank you. You have a blessed and prosperous day. And amen.